recorded live. What's going on? What's going on? You know where you at. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. You want to tell me something good? What's your girl, Lady T? You on the dopest online radio network, on point. I'm with my family. You already know how we get down on here. I had to come in a little slow. I had so much going on today. But I'm going to bring my loved ones in that keep me sane, that keep me grounded when I'm here and I'm high and low and left and right. They be like, see. So I appreciate you, Mr. On Point. Always much love. <clears throat> DJ Chill, thank you. So tonight, let's dive into this conversation. And the reason for this conversation, honestly, is because I've been talking to a lot of people, and for some reason, because of their journey up and, you know, elevating in all the things they're doing, whether it just be work-related, whether it be their entrepreneurship or whatever, um, it comes down to this kind of like this balance beam of how far they can go in these these positions. So let's say, for instance, um, you know, in a job position, you know, you want to become the CEO or what have you, or in a singing position or, you know, entrepreneurship, you want to get to this higher height, okay? So this is the fame of your career. How many people will choose fame? And how many of us would choose wealth? Meaning, you know, obviously fame comes with that, we'll say paparazzi syndrome, where, you know, it's it's recognized, um, it's put out there, it's broadcasted, and a lot of times you're just on front screen. I mean, not to count this situation or what I'm doing as a fame type of thing, but it does give you a space where you're exposed. And I'm just being real, like even right now, you know, as soon as they say go, that countdown, I'm right here. <clears throat> Regardless of anything that's going on, <clears throat> excuse me, in front of, before, or after, you still got to keep it moving. So how many of us, and this is nothing, this is nothing. What Lil Wayne say, what's a goon to a goblin? You know what I mean? And I'm a tough cookie. Crazy. So the topic, again, to get back to is, which one would you prefer, fame or wealth? And is fame or fortune your preference and why? Are you willing to make a sacrifice? The sacrifice conversations don't going to come into play, whereas I've had many people, I've had many conversations, excuse me, with friends of mine, um, <clears throat> associates that I've met along the way that have expressed their experience on their walk of fame, which we could really call the walk of shame. And I'm not even just saying that to be like rhyming because it do rhyme or whatever. But it's like the walk of shame. So, you know, 
they expose to me different things that come along with wanting to be famous, wanting to be up there with what they call the elite. And at what price will you would you pay? What would you pay? What sacrifice would you make? A friend of mine was like, you know, I would sacrifice X, Y, and Z, but I'm not going to sacrifice this, that, and the third. And I said, you can't. Is, is you just saying that out your mouth right now and putting it out there, that's going to be the main thing that they're going to require you to sacrifice. So, you know, you got to think about that. Do you think that you can have fame without the sacrifice? That's what I want to know. You know what I mean? In addition to, you know, if you do choose the wealth, what comes with that? Why did you choose wealth? When you think of wealth, who do you think of? When I think of wealthy people, my terminology of wealth would not be the dictionary terminology. Obviously, I got my bubble busted. You never know what small words you just don't know or you think you know, but you have no idea. Um, so wealth, oh, no, because I put wealthy people. Let's take that back. Let's see what what they would have underneath wealth synonyms. To me, I would think of wealth as a person that is wise, a person that has wisdom and responsibility and authority that goes beyond just, you know, the the norm. You know, they not only have maybe money, green, but they have other things. They have resources. They have life. They have um, vegetables. You know what I mean? And it may sound like cliche or whatever. I don't know what it may sound like. I know it's just my life. But, you know, wealth is to have an abundance of. Cash is in place with wealth, but is to have worth, assets, belongings, riches, security, treasure. Okay, awesome sauce. I was, you know, in the mix of things. So when I think of wealth, I do, you know, some people may think of people along the lines of, Maybe like Oprah Winfrey. And in some regards, I do think of her as being a wealthy person and having wealth. I've changed my attitude a little bit. I've been a little biased because of the whole scandal that had gone on between her and Monique Parker. But I'm not going to turn this into a soap opera, but shame on you, Oprah. (laughs) Ah, I'll talk about it one day. But that's not the conversation today. Nevertheless, bring it back. DJ Chill, I want to ask you, pose the question to you, my topic tonight, on what you would choose, fame or wealth, and why? And do do you consider yourself wealthy? Go DJ, because that's not DJ. What'd you say, Chill? You talking to me? Yes. Your name is Chill, isn't it? Oh, shoot. I was like, yo, I could have sworn 
she was talking to me, but I was scared to say, yo, is she talking to me? I'm talking now to I know you. Talking to me. I'm talking to you. <laughs> Can you repeat what you said to me? Because I didn't know you were talking to me. This is what I said to you. I tell you my topic, brother. I said, which would you choose, fame or wealth? Fame or wealth? Wealth. Oh, 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 fame or wealth? Fame or oh, wealth? Oh, hell no, hell no, because fame come and go. I don't need no damn fame. Well, wealth, you can get fame, but you can buy that damn thing. <laughs> you know, yo, look, I want fame to stand right there, and I want the other fame to stand on the other side, too. Because that's when, you know, wealth, you become a billionaire. You be having so much money, you, you can make sentences. And after a sentences, you can make a paragraph, and then it might become a story. Um, is it going to be a good story? Or it's going to be a bad story because no matter what you do after you lose your wealth, you will be insane. <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. They don't causate, but they do correlate. Let's just be clear. So you choose wealth. And so what is wealth to you? If you were to see yourself as a wealthy man, what would you see yourself doing or being, or, you know, having. Damn. Ah, is that a good question? No, that's a deep one. You want to make me be first? Why you want to pick on me? Why is everybody always picking on me? Um, Come on. All right. My version of prosperity is be able to walk anywhere I want. <laughs> And be comfortable with not only just being comfortable, but talking to people that I'm comfortable. Helping out people comfortably, 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 I don't know how to say it. And <laughs> where we don't, we don't have to go through any repercussions. Everybody's happy. Everybody got smiles on their face. Everybody's content without having to become elaborated on certain things or entities. I like to set up there and make sure that not only my children, but my children's children's children is comfortable. Not too wealthy, whereas though you got to be disturbed every day of the night because you feel as though now because you're that wealthy, you became the president of the United States. Oops, did I just say that? Because you got to remember, people, uh, sometimes the President of the United States do not rule the world. It's the wealthy, dummy. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, Rewind. You know what I'm saying? And, and the other thing I would like, you know, is definitely be having a mindset. Uh, that's wealthy, be having wisdom. You know, a complete mindset, whereas though it's not too much, not too much of a burden, but it's pleasurable, and I can just walk around happy, but ready for war. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not a noodle, not even a nut, just but. <laughs> and, and, and and to the point also where it's so, by me having wisdom, I'll be able to have a, a, a righteous spirit where I just, not thinking of evil things or evil ways or even 
evil thought of doing something to an individual or a whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is a dream, but I am allowed to dream. And the other thing is to make sure that I have the most fascinating, incredible woman ever by my side supporting me, talking about you can do it. And I'm looking at her like, yeah, you can do it too. And we both doing it together. As well as me helping anybody else that might come by way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good summary of how you feel about that. I think that, you know, in both of those instances, it's a real observation of a person's character. You know, we talk about people, we talk about self a lot on our show. Like, just being real. You know, if you can't be real, man, like, that's a crazy world to live in. So, it's crazy just being real. So, if you fake, it's crazier. But, some people are that crazy. Nevertheless, when it comes to wealth, which is the one, if I were to ask myself the question, I would choose and decide to be wealthy because of what I consider wealthy, you know, what I feel is the definition of wealthy. Same. What is it? I mean, I think that that is a, an activity. Like, to want to be famous is an activity that you, you desire, like almost like playing a sport. Like fame, fame comes with such a responsibility of having to be someone that you're not is what I feel. I feel like a lot of famous people have these alter egos, have these, you know, significant alternative lifestyles outside of what people see on the forefront. And that is crazy. And that is a lot of responsibility because especially if you are famous, then that means that you are very, you're knowable. So a lot of people are in your space, in your face, in your business. And so if you are given someone that you're not, as much as you're in the the light of paparazzi and all of that, then you know that's a cra- that's crazy. That's why that's why I call it an activity. Is what I'm saying to sum it up. Like, you know, you got to turn it on and off when you go home from boxing. You can't just be going home beating your wife up or you know knocking niggas out. When you go home from basketball, you just can't be shooting dishes into the sink. Is what I'm saying just in case I lost any of y'all out there. (laughs) Nevertheless, I would choose wealth because, like I said, of what I I see wealth as, I see it as being, you know, um, similar to what you said, DJ, honestly, like, you know, being free of, you know, the responsibilities of having to conform into a same uh, path. You know, wealthy people, I think sometimes, for me, I would, I would love to be a low-key wealth. Not even a low-key because I would love to just, you know, just spread the wealth. But I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, like you said, Chill, when you become wealthy, you end up becoming famous as well, especially if, you know, you're doing good deeds and, you know, you're different and you're coming through. 
with some great ideas and, you know, you kind of got a little savage in you, you know, fame comes with it. So that's a very intimidating space to be in when you are in that, uh, that elevator up. Oh, it's got to be like stomach, like you got to get butterflies. Think of and imagine any time that you had to literally, like, jump. I'm scared of heights, y'all, like, petrified. Um, I can jump down three steps. It, it might feel a little, you know, pitter-patter in my stomach. Nah, not that bad. But honestly, I'm scared of heights. But um, so any time I've had to take, like, a big leap, I felt sick. Like, I felt my stomach looking, like, feeling crazy. Imagine having to do that, like, every day of your life, you know, taking all of these big jumps. You know, I think that's what wealth feels like. And sometimes those jumps feel good. Like, I'm saying that to say, like, every single time I take those big jumps, I feel accomplished. I feel like I've achieved something. I feel like I've gotten somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it just was not a jump. I'm not using that like that's a metaphor. Like, I took these big jumps because not only was I afraid of heights, but I was afraid to jump. You know, like, the responsibility is serious, people. Serious. You know, taking on a responsibility to be a wealthy person such as myself is becoming and becoming. You got to claim that thing, you know what I mean? And I believe it because, like I said, you know, I looked at Oprah as a wealthy person because every time I would look at her page or look at the things that she was doing when she retired out of um, the show talk talk show world, you know, I always seen her in her garden planting, planting flowers and cabbage and, you know, bringing it in and smelling it. And she's like, oh, look what popped up out of my garden. Like, oh, yeah, that just popped up out of your garden, did it? You know, like, I'm like, I want something to pop up out of my garden. Other than these, you know, weeds I got to pluck, I want some some good stuff. So um, I'm going to be wealthy. Hey. Like that base. But I would love to be wealthy. I am going to be wealthy. I think wealth also comes with a state of mind. You know what I mean? You got to think like, this is what it is. I'm going to be. Because it's all about what you perceive. Whatever your synonym of wealth is, whether it be um, having belongings, having assets, having a state, having money, having luxury, you know, there's so many different things. So whatever your perception is, whatever you choose to put your space in as, you know, wealth is what it is. So for me, let me pick my, the three synonyms that I would use. And then I'm going to ask you, what's the own point? what you would choose, three synonyms that you would choose that would make up what wealth would mean to you and for you and then allow you to become. All right, so 
I'll break that down even further. So the synonyms that we're going to use under wealth is abundance, affluence, affluence, cash, property, prosperity, revenge. I'm not going to name all of them. We can think of synonyms that go underneath wealth, and I want you to choose three of them that would make up your image, your description of what wealth is for you. You got me, Mr. One Point? So I'm going to go first. I'm with you. All right. Cool. So I think that wealth would surround um, the synonym of abundance, sustain, uh, no, not that one. Hold on. Okay. I put this out there and I, I'm not even ready for it. Okay, abundance, security, and um, prosperousness. Those are the three that I would um, use to describe what I feel wealth would be. So you go ahead and tell me three words that you would say describes wealth for you. Can I can I be corny? Yeah, of course. I wasn't corny. I felt like that was way. Nah, see what happened is when I'm listening to you read them off, and even you know when you started them off, is one that. I always looked at as wealth. It's actually two, but it's one that I never hear people say. That's probably what the problem is today. But first of all, like the two of you, I would choose wealth. I mean, because a wealthy person is rich, but a rich person not necessarily wealthy. Um, so I would, I would choose wealth, and my three synonyms would be family. I mean, um, it's just something about, you know, family that's, you have that money come and go. Mm-hmm. Even some family come and go. But at the end of the day, the ideal family of who we used to be and who we should be, it don't get no wealthier than that. I mean, so I would have to go with family. Um, I would have to go with love. I mean, um, again, I'm being corny, even though y'all know I don't, you know, necessarily believe in love, but, you know, I, I mean, I've loved before, but, you know, um, it's, it's just, it don't get no wealthy of that when you have that true love, I mean, that, that unbreakable, unconditional love, that accompany with family, like, that can go a long way. And then, of course, the last one would have to be um, stability, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. or abundance, you know, never having to worry about my family and my lover or whoever, you know, ever having any financial issues. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, everything else you can buy with the wealth. True. Agree. 
Um, I mean, if you're that type of person that are, would be into um, materialistic things, but what would you buy with your wealth? Uh, I would buy everything that my the person that I'm with, who I love and love me, and my family, what we need. Not, not mm-hmm. specifically what we want, but what we need. And, of course, you know, let's say a house. You know, instead of that roll home on a block, you really can't live like that no more. So I get them a nice house, but it don't have to be one with 25 bedrooms. Right, you could do just 19. Nice little John with five. You know what I mean? Uh, You only need five. I know. Yeah, I know, I know. I know how you do. But, yeah, (laughs) you don't have to to overdo it. That's a way to lose your wealth as well. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I would be... I would hope I'm disciplined enough in that wealth, you know what I mean, to maintain and sustain. Wow, discipline. That's a, that's a you know, the fact that you even said that is just kind of like ring a bell because I was just thinking about just the, the sacrifices of of both, like the discipline of not allow, like you can't really be easily manipulated or easily moved out of what you know or what your truth is, you know what I mean, when it comes to either or position. Well, not really, because saying you got a lot of robots in saying, right? You think? You think well, the same as people. Who do you? I, okay. I'm, can I can I okay. say this? Yes. Were you asking me just now? Because I didn't yes. want to interrupt you. Okay. okay. Um, here's the difference. You both, you both people have to sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Here's the difference. A rich person has sacrificed their integrity. A wealthy person won't. Now, there's a there's a there's a double edged sword to that, because a wealthy person may cut corners to do what they have to do. You know what I mean, that's a given. Sometimes we do, but what I'm saying is, the rich will go on the casting couch. The wealthy will lose some friends because they chose to step away to become wealthy. So you're going to lose some people. You're going to sacrifice some people if you want to be wealthy. The casting couch, you can take the whole entourage with you off of the back of that couch. You know what I'm saying? They're going to talk this behind your back. But they're going to still hang along with you for that ride, for all the little, the little pleasures your riches can afford. But a wealthy person thinks differently. And this is what this is why they say, you know, people who get wealthy, you know, are trying to be something they're not or they're somebody else or they changed or whatever, but somebody who's rich, you know, they still live in the hood. Like, I don't, I, can, I can't overstand to save my life why some rappers get millions and still want to live in the project. I don't understand that. That's not keeping it real. That's keeping it dumb because you know people are watching, but that's a rich mentality. A wealth yeah. mentality is, you know what, I got to roll. See, it, it, that's, that's just it, though, the discipline. And and the, the the intelligence or the mind thought the mind the mind state is what separates the two, other than the dollar sign. Agree. Agree totally. I think that um, even the analogy that you put up was you have some rappers and living in the project. Who who do that though? I ain't heard of that one though. Rappers living in the projects? No. Mob hmm. Deep did it. Uh, uh, what's the ball? 
A lot of them still do it. Okay. Yeah, they had a park right outside of the zone. They still live there and everything. A lot of them do that. That's crazy. Well, I mean, some people aren't willing to sacrifice. You never know what goes on behind the scenes is what I'm saying. Like, you know, a friend of mine who was, you know, going up in the the industry, you know, just talks about the different things and the different sacrifices you got to make in order to attain certain things, you know. It's not just cut and dry, you know, you putting these albums out. They want to know what you can do, especially for me. I think that more people, people who have climbed a famous pinnacle have sacrificed basically their lives Um, because when I look at, and I really don't get into the social media like that, but, I mean, of course, like, I listen to music and I know what's going on. But <clears throat> they just seem like such robots. Like we know, like we're human beings, so we know when something is coming up. What is that uh, show? The Wonder, Small Wonder. I think it was Small Wonder, where the chick was a robot and she looked real. That's what they all look like to me. Like Nicki Minaj and you know Jocelyn Hernandez and Stevie J. Like all those people who I think that the normal norm the norm assume are famous, like, oh they famous, like, yes. Oh my God. Nicki Minaj. I'm like, they are like, you know, robots to me. Bicentennial men. But I appreciate what develops from a wealthy individual. Like I wanna build families with wealthy people. You know, people who want to learn, people who want to read, people who want to grow and, you know, touch the earth. And that may be a little corny to some people, but I'm into that. Because the only time I get anxiety is when I'm around so many people that's plugged in. I'm feeling all crazy. You know what I mean? Messing up my chakras and whatnot. But wealthy people know how to get that thing snap back. I ain't going to lie. Nevertheless, I wanted to um, put one of the the songs on. I hope, you know, listen, I don't know what you guys are doing out there. You know, I need, not really need, I would love some feedback. You you already know. You want to tell me something good. It's Lady T. I'm on the dopest online radio show on point. I'm in here. You can catch me right here every Tuesday on point. You dial that number, 724-444-7444, ID 143-874-POUND. Press one pound to listen in and eight, star eight, to go live on air. I want... um. Mr. On Point to come through and do our following for me, if you please. Peace and power, people. <clears throat> if you want to become a part of this On Point movement, know three things. Know that On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises. On Point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T. 
Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. If you're on Instagram, follow us at team underscore on point 215. Again, Instagram is team, T-E-A-M underscore on point 215. If you're on Twitter, simply at team on point. Again, Twitter is at team on point. You can email us any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Shoot us an email at on point 215 at gmail.com. Again, that email is on point215 at gmail.com. You can also call us or text us directly with any of your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics. Give us a call or text at 267-417-ONPT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. And you can go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. And don't forget, Saturday, October 21st, we have our, our comedy shows are back now. Uh, what is it? Now that's funny. I'm sorry. Now that's funny. Shows are back. Um, it was why? Uh, what you laughing for? But we changed that. So it's now that's funny. All right. This Saturday, October twenty first. You know I mean, doors open at eight. We partying until about one thirty, two o'clock. You know what I mean? Um, Platinum Grill. Uh, what is it, 7719 Crittenden Street? Come on out. That's up in the Chestnut Hill area. Just come on out and party with us, laugh with us. It's a comedy show, Neon Globe Dance Party. Like, it's going down. So I can tell you. Lady T. That's me. What's up, y'all? Now, what's it going to be? Keep your radio on lock with your homie, Lady T. <sighs> Deep breath. So I looked up some information about what these people out here is feeling like when it comes to fame or wealth and what they would choose just to get a number. And after I scrolled down past the pig shaking his butt, um, the stuff that they have up here is crazy. The numbers were actually pretty close. So... Everybody that has spoken thus far has the same, you know, ideas of which they would choose. Fame, we we thought that fame was something that, you know, you make these sacrifices that. As a matter of fact, tell me one more time. i got to utilize your voice. Tell me one more time what you said the separation was so I can understand, so I can relay it. If you can for me again at one point. Yeah, the separation between fame and wealth, tell me. Well, other than the dollar signs is, is the, the decisions that the mindset. I mean their mindset. The rich person will um go on a casting couch, which is pretty much do whatever they gotta do to get where they wanna be. You know what I mean? And a wealthy person is gonna leave others behind to get where they wanna be you know, where they may have close friends that they were bonded with, where they say, well, look, I got to go this way in order if I want to make it and I want to do what I need to do to be where I need to be. I might have to leave some people back. Right. So they'll sacrifice that. The the, the integrity kind of is the difference with me. Okay. Agreed. So the integrity, your moral compass, your code of ethics, is what separates who and, well, not who, but 
Yeah. I guarantee you there's more rich people than there's wealthy people. I guarantee. Uh, I don't know. Because do you, can, do you, did you say that you felt like cash was a part of wealth? Like money was a part of being wealthy? Did you feel that way, Mr. Point? No, no, that's not what I said. I said okay, I just family sure. and love. Yeah, I said okay. that money, money was the last thing to be, you know, stable. Oh, stability was money for you. That's what you felt like. It came with the territory, but that wasn't the thing underneath stability. Like, that's what it comes with. Not, I understand you, Paul. Yeah, it didn't you. make me, it didn't make me, you know, um, it didn't make or break me. It, it wasn't my definition of what wealth really is. That's gotcha. just one aspect of wealth. Okay, got you. So, like you said, and like I said, your integrity and your moral compass on your sacrifices definitely separate the two. I feel like it's not many, not that there are not many, like I feel like in wealth that separations are necessary, and I feel like in staying, separations are required. And, like, I say that to say, you know, even if I were to think that things were true of, you know, people who are famous sacrificing their family, and we're not just talking about along the lines of, I'm not talking about, like, crucify, you know, kill her, but I'm talking about along the lines of just, like, exposing their family. I think that that is a part of, you know, sacrificing your family is you putting your family out there and, you know, exposing their everyday life. Like, I think that children, because they don't have a a choice on whether or not they can make that decision on, you know, having their life on, on a microscope like that, you know, I think that family people sacrifice their kids' lives by just put putting it on them, you know, and that's a part of saying that a person that I think is wealthy will always protect their family. I think that in some regards, you know, looking back or forward, maybe the way that um, Michael Jackson was all, you know, serious about blanket, um was for a reason because he wanted to protect him. You know what I mean? They made him out to be a crazy person. I don't know. Never mind. I won't touch that conversation because that's a whole left comeback. Um, I think that, like I said, when you sacrifice and fame is no coming back. Because the things that you end up having to requiring you that are required of you to sacrifice aren't things that, you know, really can continue of regular DNA makeup. You feel me? Like when you start sacrificing your family, when you start sacrificing your life, you know, being, becoming and, you know, living as someone that you're not for so long for a pinnacle of, you know, in addition to money, just just like exposure. Like, uh sometimes I think like the audacity of these people who are famous to just be like, 
doing certain things like just naming their kids any old thing, you know, and just being okay with it. Like, I'm a coinist, and you got to pay me to use my child's name type situation. Like, what are you talking about? Cut it out. Stop it. Ugly. I don't even, the name is not even cute. Like, nah. But I don't know. I'm willing to make sacrifices, but I think that the sacrifices that I'm willing to make would never have to do with me harming someone else or putting someone else in a in a position that they're hurt or misused or abused or whatever the case may be, or even myself. Like, I'm not... I would never degrade myself, so I would never be able to be famous because it's, like, certain things that I'm just not doing, period. Like, my grandma got eyes. My papa got eyes. Like, nah, we good. <laughs> I'm just being real because I don't want to be famous, and I'm not knocking anybody who wants to be famous at all. I'm not knocking anybody who wants to be famous. I'm saying that I can't and I don't have the conas, cojones to, you know, sacrifice anybody I love. I said it before. My friend was like, you know, I'll sacrifice something, but I'm not going to sacrifice, like, my sister or my mom. Off with their head. Like, you ain't going to sacrifice who? Yeah, who? Say it again out loud. My mom, her, her mom, she says she's not sacrificing her mom or her sister. Kill both of them right now. Like, for real. If you think you're going to have that power, you're nuts. We're just, we're not having it. That's not called sacrifice. That's called like any, many, miny mo. Okay. And if you, you're, if you can do that, then you're not ready to be famous because when you are famous, you have to fit a mold. You have to fit their mold. You have to have strings, and you are not going to be a real boy ever again. Okay. And your nose doesn't have to grow because I'm going to make it so plastic that it's just going to stay still, okay? So you might be famous. Make sure you're ready to talk out of your eye sockets. <laughs> They're going to, like, pluck you and stuff you and everything. Oh, my gosh. I love being able to get fat sometimes. I love being able to get skinny sometimes and have stretch marks and my arms jiggle and all of that and not have to worry about them taking a crazy picture of me on a sneak tip. Chow, when my hair is chilling like a villain, please. I don't have time. I would be somewhere in, what is that movie called, where they he puts it on lockdown and I would just be running into that spot. I would never come out. I would, you know what? That's why Michael Jackson had that um, that thing in his house. He never wanted to leave. He wanted to be able to be comfortable because every time he came out, he was over all those pictures, like without a nose or, you know, with a piece, and, you know, the head. Like, you know what I mean? He didn't want that. Y'all don't even think of stuff like that. He didn't want to be famous, man. I would be just like him for real, if I was famous. And that's how I really believe that the people who were famous that actually passed away, you know, from natural causes, God bless their souls, um, I feel like that they were trying to find themselves again. I feel like that's why people who get out 
are like, you know, looked at as crazy people like Lauren Hill when she came out with the unplugged. And she was like, you know, rebel and it's just like water and all of that. Like, what? She went bananas on that. I'm about to find that. Like she when I when people when I first heard it, I was like, Yes, girl, go off. And everybody just felt like she was going crazy. I'm like, Where whatever. But it wasn't until people started to grow up and people started to, like, really understand what she was saying and her cry for help as far as her being able to get out and not getting killed. Like, when she got out, like, good. She made it. You know? I love Erica Badu. So glad that, you know, she's not into that type of lifestyle where, you know, she would be a plastic. Although I feel like she's really changing up on me. Erica, soul sister number one, I feel like you're changing up on me. Sometimes I feel like I do this thing where I really can talk because I do this on the regular. Honestly, I do. But it's nothing like really being able to have my listeners call in and, you know, speak on a conversation. They're probably talking like, yeah, uh huh. Because, like, if you is, if you famous, nah, my friends don't talk like that. And some of them do, so don't get it twisted. But if you are famous, you do have to make sacrifices. What sacrifices will you make? Don't ask the question because you cannot make the call on the sacrifices you make. I'm asking my callers out there speak up. Let me know. You want fame or wealth? And what sacrifices will you make when it comes to either or? Do you think you have an opportunity to make a sacrifice? Hmm. I'll wait. <laughs> Listen, it's not like I said too many things that I'm going to sacrifice. <clears throat> but I want people to know that. I think that, you know, what you put out, you get back. And there are some unhappy, wealthy people, I mean, famous people. That's what I was talking about, people killing themselves because they are too high up in in their lives of trying to be famous to where they, they kill themselves. You can't come back down. Once you go up, there's no coming down. Once you make the sacrifice, you sacrifice that. And it's so funny because you would think that once you make the sacrifice when, you are being, when you're famous that they'll just let you go because it's like, damn, I already made the sacrifice. It's like when they cut my phone off, you know what I mean, because I want to be lazy and not pay it when they've been texting me eight, seven times, and I'm like, I'll pay it when I want to pay it. You know, childish Gambino. And they've cut me off, and in order to get it back on, i got to pay with my bill and $20. Like, I'm already, you punished me already. So that's how it is when it comes to fame. It's like, dude, you punished me already. You took my life. You took my soul. Let me out. Lauren Hill said, rebel, rebel, rebel. Like, she went bananas on this track, yo. She went crazy. Come on. And they can't get out. That woman who was from um, Look Who's Talking, when she started to talk about how she got, not Look Who's Talking, but um, was it King and, Kings and Queens with the dude? 
she got out of the Church of Scientology and she just started to expose, like, you know, how, you know, she had been exiled from, you know, her friends in the industry or whatever started to get into that. I'm like, dude, what? Nah, that's crazy. I wouldn't even, like, all of y'all have to be friends. Now I understand why pe- they just dating each other. Like, it's not J-Lo's fault that the only people she had to date in the same world was everybody, you know, like, him, her, him, him, you know what I mean? She couldn't help that. She can only date people in the famous world. She can't go to wealth world and date, like, you commoner? I'll tell you, date outside of the Scientology common area. Like, what? Please, no. She's Nothing's wrong with her, you know? She's only dated six guys, you know? She so happened to marry four of them, you know, and they were all out there. They were all out there. I don't really follow, like, people's lives like that, so I can't really speak fully into it. That's why, like, sometimes I can't really close my sentences when I talk about these famous people because I don't even be on a tight time. 300 and something dollars to come see you sing, Beyonce? I don't care if you're not singing the same songs in your uh, shows. You're doing the same dances, and I'm not hating, everybody. Please don't get me wrong. I am not hating. I'm not a hater. But I'm also not of that, you know, genre of music that I care to bite my tongue. Musically, I think that she can sing. Okay, I think that she can sing. Hoorah. However, I think that she's so plastic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Chill. Tell me something. Tell me something, chill. What do you What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's why I sit up saying I, I be careful what I'm doing now after being in that gold game and actually seeing how celebrities act towards people actually seeing how some people get conned by <laughs> people. People was really, really freaking. That's probably why aliens are like, people! And they start running. And some of y'all niggas, the crazy, man. And, you know, some of y'all just don't give a And then some of y'all care. <laughs> But when you look at it, man, that's why I keep trying to tell everybody what I'm trying to do is unquestionable crazy. Nobody's done it yet. I'm trying to defeat the game. What I'm literally doing right now is I'm going right at everybody. I'm killing the game. So what I'm doing is I've got this thing locked down, whereas though, um, yeah. Girl just came up to me asking for a cigarette. Yo, what are you talking about? Come on. What are you talking oh, yeah. about, she, baby? She, she, okay. she, dist- uh-uh. she distracted uh-uh. me. So anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is this. <laughs> yeah, because she was saying. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is um, when you look at it, right, mm-hmm. and you try to get out there and you're doing what you want to do, you got to make sure that there's no way possible the um, media can control you. You can't let them control you by any means necessary. You gotta change the game. So if you can come out letting anybody think whatever the hell they want to think, but they don't really know until they get a chance to know, then they say, you know what? He probably was just playing. So what you do is you go on a talk show. 
You constantly go every place and be spontaneous. So they can't fill you out. They can't figure you out. And then by being spontaneous, you got to do some dumb stuff. And you dance and I better do some good stuff. But let the dumb stuff be funny when it's though you're not being stupid when you're being dumb. Because then people will get used. Because they can make your name or they can break your name. Don't let nobody break your name because all you got is your name. Once your name gone, you got to work harder to create your name again or vanish. If you vanish <laughs> for God knows how many years, people might forget your damn name. And you might be able to come back to life as another name. Same damn person, but another name. Or maybe that same name if they're crazy enough to, you know, to take you in. So you can't get caught up because what's going to happen is once you get stuck, you might be quicksand. You might keep climbing, but you're never going to get out. Don't get caught up with the wrong players. Don't get caught up with the wrong game. Remember, people, always remember, remember your damn name because it might change that too. Yeah, that's a yeah. talk. Say that. Don't change your name. That's what I said in the in the beginning. These people who are trying to get who who go for fame have a a duty, have a debt that makes them have to change their name. Your name was already changed, my brother and my sister. I feel like that dude off of um sister act. <laughs> when he was like, my name is such and such. <laughs> hey, I can't even repeat it, but y'all know what I'm talking about. But um, sincerely, don't let nobody change your name. Don't nobody, let nobody change your stripes. It's hard trying to maintain being who you are, understanding it and unfolding and breaking back the peel, the layers of your onions. Being wealthy comes with a peace of mind. You feel me? Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't be easily swayed because people are going to be out there to get you when you have such a security in yourself and such an understanding of who you are. People are automatically going to want to gravitate towards your flow. And sometimes you don't even know what that flow is. And you out there on that ledge, jumping, once again, getting these butterflies, and it's like it feels so good because when you take those leaps, even when you mess up, even when you have constructive criticism that comes behind it, it's like, dude, that's what's up. Because I cannot be in this position to even be getting your constructive criticism. I could be, like, not, not doing anything. I can be not, you know, excelling in this area or that area. So never underestimate the power of you where you're at. When it comes to being wealthy, I can't talk on fame, but when it, when it comes to being wealthy, like, make sure your, your, your chakras is aligned. Make sure you know who you are. And be open to people's differences, and that's what gives you wealth because you gain knowledge. You gain a peace of mind. You gain a peace of self, and then you gain a peace of, <clears throat> excuse me, the people who surround you. But make sure it's good. The only sac the sacrifices that you're going to make, like I said, are necessary when it's wealthy. They're required in fame. It's necessary. If you feel a shift, shift. It's like boxing. Every chance you get the opportunity, every time you get the opportunity to bob and weave, duck. 
Bob, weave. They punch you, keep going. I'm a fighter. Anybody will tell you in my family. Anybody. You call me, I'm going to go. But I've hung up my fighting, you know, I'm not like that anymore. I definitely love being calm. But what I'm saying is if I have to get down with the get down, I'm never too far from <clears throat> a sneak attack. But, I listen, I will fight tooth and nail to make sure that I, I, I remain comfortable with myself and my wealth. You know what I mean? Like taking everything humbly. You know, all the, all the experiences, taking the good with the bad. I wouldn't be real if I couldn't do that. My first book is called The Lessons Within Our Experience. I can't take these experiences, talking on the phone with you, exposing, being on the phone, got to hang up and hear what I did wrong and what I did right and then go back to writing this ethics paper. And Yeah, all that come with the territory. But I'm so strong, like, I fight. I keep going. I keep moving. And that's what people have to do. You can't be wealthy without being a fighter, I don't think, because you got to go through some trenches. You got to go through not eating. You got to go through separation. You got to go through seeing people who is your friends, not be 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 for you, not be for you, not be for you, not be for you. Not be for me, hey, hey. And it goes on, and it goes on, the beat goes on, and I'm still going to be me, and I'm still always going to come live, tell you something good every Tuesday. That's where it's at. If you don't say nothing, I'm going to say something, because that's what I'm here for. You feel me? I'm going to bring you in. So, listen, gain wealth, gain wisdom, gain power, gain knowledge of self. You know what I mean? Like, it feels so good. It feels so good. You know what I mean? Like, be open to mistakes. You know what I mean? Be open to live. Bump your head, fall, and get back up again. You feel me? I'm going to um, ask Chill. Did you want to say anything? I'm going to open up the floor if any of my callers that are listening want to come in. They want to say anything by about... Just say something. That's okay. If you don't, I will catch you tomorrow. You say me? Yeah, chill. Oh, I didn't know you said look. Shoot. You can't hear me. I want you to be able to hear me. You got to tell me if you can't hear me, too, because I need you to be able to hear me. Yeah, I hear you out clear. All right, cool. So you got any last-minute words and any, like, positive words on how, you know, to remain humble and wealthy at the same damn time. Yeah, people, just don't be a nut. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a nut. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes I, I don't. <laughs> I enjoy got nuts. Mom, don't. Sometimes I feel like a Now, let me stop. All right, um, all right, chill. People, I'm just saying, man, the reason why I say it's not because everybody's nothing sometimes. You be mad as hell, right? You be walking around with money in your pocket. But sometimes, no, that ain't even sometimes. All the time, when you got money in your pocket and you see a bum on the street or somebody homeless, you always ready to give them money. But when your friend asks you for money, you're like, oh, hell no. 
And then it get crazy if you do it right in front of your friend that asked you for money hours ago, and you sit up there and just give a. <laughs> Yo, Phil, did you just say that? What? Yo, are you telling somebody? That was the coldest this ever. Like, I've never seen no real stuff like that. Oh, That's I see it all the time. Oh, I see it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you're no, like, get the hell out of here. But then, when they ain't got money, your money ain't money. <laughs> your money that you earn hard and you work hard for all that day is their money. And if you don't spend it, you know what? You're the baddest animal on the damn planet. Mm-mm. You can't, you're not allowed to buy nothing. And that's the shame. You got to come to the point where you can't buy nothing for yourself without giving something to somebody else. And they don't care if you didn't give it to your kids first. Well, that's, that's another issue. Yeah. I was going to say it. Yeah. And that's why I say people don't be a nut. Because with or without anybody in the world, you're going to die alone. Period. All by your damn self. And maybe you might try to take somebody with you. But it's always going to be that half a second or a millimeter of a second that somebody dies first. Duh. Now, if you happen to go at the same time, then, hey, hopefully y'all go to the same place at the same time. Are you going to die wealthy or famous, Chill? Because you know, yeah, you're going to die wealthy. Wealthy, wealthy, but end up becoming famous. I believe that, yeah. Because what you do with your wealth could either make people come to your funeral or make people try to blow up your funeral. <laughs> and if you got somebody trying to blow up your damn funeral, that's bad. That's so bad, like, who does that? Nobody, but guaranteed it might be coming. Because the way this world is changing, people about to get real ignorant. I told and that's you that when we the... were going to, I told you that we were going to make a, a session a section for you to basically tell us about the apocalypse, okay? You cannot keep scaring my listeners by talking about this. You, I know you real. I know, chill. I love you. But you just can't keep on scaring them after we just have these positive conversations about wealth and love. You'll be getting on there like, yes, and don't take the cookie from the cookie jar. I'm like, okay. So I, all love. No, it's so positive. It's just that how they live. Because no matter what you do, when you have a baby, you got to teach the baby about earth. And then you got to teach the the baby about people. So that's scary. To the baby, like, earth. The hell is earth? Then you see all the animals there. You know what's that? No, that's just nothing. Oh, I can pet that? Oh, okay. The baby's scared of hell. And then you got to find people. He's like, I thought people was like mommy and daddy. So, so now you gotta ultimately, in addition to wealth, you got these kids that you have to attend to that may have some blockage of where you're going and your elevation and how easy it is for you to climb that pinnacle of wealth. I understand all those things that you're saying. And sometimes in those circumstances, people may choose fame because it may be something easier for them to attain, you know, financial or, you know, um, asset gain. 
So, you know, some people may choose fame because it's something that they need to get right away. And that's what we're talking about, some sacrifices, you know. That's, Maybe that's a trick, all though. those things, it is a trick. And that's what trick people don't understand. Trick of the enemy. Fame <clears throat> number trick of the enemy. All you doing is saying. But I'm going to bring in, um, uh, bring in Mr. On Point, and I want you to, you know, tell us, tell me and my listeners about, you know, how you would conclude this. Um, topic and what any lasting advice you would give to those who are on a search and you know what decision they would make with regards to sacrificing for fame or sacrificing for wealth. Well, BJ Chell said two of the most powerful and prolific things I've ever heard him speak, and I, it's not the first time I heard him speak of them but it's the first time I heard him put them together at one time, which was, one, don't soil your name and don't allow others to soil your name. It's hard to come back from that. And two, how people, what I was speaking about earlier, when you get rich, they go and rock, rock out with you so they can, you know, enjoy some of those pleasures along with you while they back, biting your back out because you laid on that casting couch. But that was something real that he said. That was true as hell. You know, some people think you owe them. You know what I mean? And and sometimes, you know, by them thinking you owe them, you start to feel like maybe you owe them. You know what I'm saying? So he, he said two of the most powerful and prolific things I've ever heard him put together you know, in one breath. Um, but as far as I go, I would I would just say don't allow society and nobody else for that matter to dictate what welfare is to you. Wealth is health. Good health is wealth. Because as long as you're in good health, you can always make a dollar. You know, family is wealth. The things that we take for granted is what makes us wealthiest. The things that we go out here to try to obtain is what makes us, that end up breaking us. So I'm just saying, take don't take for granted the wealthiest things that you do possess. You know? And don't put so much energy into the things that because you can possess it, you think you're different. Never going to be different. I mean, they don't call it, I'm just going to say this, they don't call it Fortune 500 for nothing. They don't say that is a 1% for nothing. And even when you talk about marriage and love and things like that, that wealthy is still probably that same 1%. That same Fortune 500. So, just, you know, think about what, what wealth really truly should be and mean to you. That's all I want to say. Okay. <clears throat> they get, that makes perfect sense. That sums it up really good and well as far as, you know, when you guys have that fork and road, 
when it comes to those two options. I'm going to end this because I have a paper. And it's that time. It's 10, 10. It's 10, 10. Where you been? Did you get my message? No, I did not. I need to upgrade my phone. <laughs> so, anyway, you already know I play a lot. So, you on that, that one and only. Tell me something good. What's your girl, Lady T? Come back next Tuesday. And the topic of discussion will be partnership or relationship. So I had so many that I was like, which one do I do today? Which one do I do next week? <clears throat> and as you can tell, my throat feels like it's trying to close up on me with this weather change out here in North Carolina. For those of you who don't know that I have been transitioned to this, the dirty south. I'm sorry, um, you have. Lady C, you have a caller. All right. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? You want to tell me something good, radio? This is Darius Lovehall. Hey, hey, Darius. How are you? What's the deal? What's the deal? No, it's Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. What's going on? You know what I mean? Sitting back vibing to the show, got disconnected, but I had to come back. Well, you know. I'm glad that you came through um, to to spread your love and your knowledge on um, the topic of discussion, which was about fame and wealth and which you would choose and the sacrifices that you would be willing to make for either or. Uh, I don't want to be in the spotlight. I don't need to be famous. I'm, I'm wealthy because I got a lot of family love. Yeah, I mean, I try, I try and pride myself on being a good dude and doing what I, being a man, saying, you know, say what I mean and mean what I say. So, I mean, you know, wealth is to me by the love you get. I don't put that, I don't put a dollar figure on that. You know what I mean? I'm just doing what I got to do, providing for the fam, and trying to spread love all the way around the board. Trying to educate a few people as I uh, do such. Yeah. You know, it's hard. It's hard out here, you know, because we, we choose not to be so quick to, you know, turn our backs on one another when we need each other. You know, sure. we need to lend a, lend a helping hand. It don't really call, it don't it don't hurt nothing to hold the door for somebody, to say a kind word to somebody. No, but we make it so hard. I don't want to talk to him. I ain't speaking to her. Come on, man. We all brothers and sisters. We gotta come together. Dig it, and that's true, and that's the main thing. That unity and that togetherness is what really builds wealth as well. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> building that empire of success and leadership minds and <clears throat> just the want and the desire to, you know, assist people. You know what I mean? Like, golly, man, it don't take nothing. You know, people are just so selfish anymore. You can't, you know, 
Uh, I'm not gonna go into it. I got a paper, y'all. Honestly, it's 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 ten fourteen, and I would love to chat more about it. But let me tell you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lady T. I, sorry. I apologize. I, I, I have to say this. And I don't mean to change the segment of your show, but it kind of goes right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was listening to Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That, um, a video came on, and a white guy, they, they, you aware of Colin Kaepernick, right, the football yeah. player who took the knee now. There obviously was a protest that occurred, and um, people were speaking out about it, saying they're with Cap. Now, this white guy got up and said the NFL is 70% black. He said, but all of the, he said, there's no black owners, and you can count the black coaches on two hands. He said, but all the white people at the top is making all the money. Then he said, NFL stands for N words for lease. Wow. Talk about fame, right? Talk Mm, about rich, mm, right? mm, mm. And words release is what the white man said the NFL, NFL stands, stands for. Wow. And you know it's crazy? That DJ Chill will know this. Back when we had the group as is, we had another brother with us who had a whole gang, a clique with him, and they called themselves niggas for life. But this dude said niggas for lease is what NFL stands for. That's crazy. Crazy. I, I didn't and, mean it. And, and the, the, that the mindset, Zaire. Um, the 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 way that it's exposed, it's just so crazy how they don't even see it in the way that they're being exploited. You know what I mean? Like I really have spoken to some really, you know, intelligent people. You know what I mean? You can really have good conversations. I love it. You know, um, but they really feel like there is no um, relation between, you know, how they they explore our African-American sport, um, you know, athletes, you know what I mean? And just in in general, fame, we just talk about fame in general, like in all reality, just just that excerpt that you just seen in the moment is just crazy. Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's just evident right there. Like, you don't even have to say that, like, that's kind of like a drop the mic type of situation. Like, really, this is what we're being allowed to say and just do. (sighs) Listen. I appreciate the listeners. I appreciate you. I appreciate Mr. I can't believe you said that for coming on. I appreciate you. Um, DJ Chill, thank you for coming on. Come back next Tuesday. Yeah. You already know what it is. Tell me something good. Every Tuesday, 9 to 10, and usually we go over, you know, um, when I have people that's giving me some feedback and when I am really deep into the conversation, which I usually am, but I'm dealing with these this throat trying to close up on me as I'm trying to talk to y'all, and I'm steady hackling in your ear, which is not appropriate, <clears throat> but I'm sure that. Anybody who's listening to me on this radio show it understands inclement weather changes your body. So we're gonna come back here next Tuesday. You know what I mean? And we're gonna talk we're gonna talk some more. And I put the topic out there, like I said, relationship or partnership. 
That's what I'm saying for now. You never know. So I'll post that Jones on up. You'll be like, oh, she said, yeah. Stay on your toes. Come through. Catch me outside. <sighs> it was a beautiful day. I'm exhaling a lot because it's 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 that time. And we'll come back. I'll holler at you. You on point? Yeah. I'm on point. <laughs> 